0: It's Friday night, my darklings. That can mean only one thing. The Paranormal 60 News, Lennon's Ghost, A Haunted Mansion, and Creepy Stories Edition. That's next, right here on the best of all paranormal. This is the Paranormal 60. back it is another night of fun and news and friends and all of you super chat is turned on super stickers super thanks everything and i want to thank everybody that's been spending some time sending those little messages we will recognize those throughout the show and we do appreciate The love and support. I want to make a quick mention. We had a special bonus episode last night, The Paranormal World of Bishop Pike. Mark Anthony, my special guest. So, for those of you that usually just watch along on video, it was just an audio only presentation, but you can catch the audio full version on all of the different uh, podcast apps. For those of you that only listen on Mondays and Fridays, ta da, a bonus episode. Why? Because the Dave loves you. That's why. That's why, because I love you so much, it's time to introduce the rest of our little clan. Now, you may have noticed on today's banner, there's Marty Vias, the colonel, there's Greg Lawson, the paranormal detective, and hidden hidden off behind my shoulder, my very own little buddy Chachi, the tattoo to my Mr. Rourke. And he's hidden off back there with a question mark because, well, he wasn't sure if he's going to make it or not. It must be nice to have that kind of comfort in this job that you can just come and go willy-nilly, kind of like Greg Lawson, the paranormal detective. He's always on the... Oh, hey. hey, you doing? <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the show, But Am I interrupting hey. something? Huh? No, I'm good. Something's vibrating. And I was like, hey, what's that? part? Wow and i don't even charge extra for that also ladies and gentlemen who almost tried to duck out of the show last minute with traffic issues greg until i told him that both of the stories were really short and easy tonight he said oh i think i can make it ladies and gentlemen German look at at the colonel double drinking this is what happens when uh (sighs) trash not here to take care of stuff yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean we all get stressed you know uh, mm-hmm. Chachi's mm-hmm. not here. We start worrying, no. are we going to look okay without him? And then, uh, it yeah. goes from there, yeah. All
0: of a sudden, all you know, of a sudden, that...
1: yeah, start drinking heavily.
0: Yeah, well, you don't have to worry too much, Marty, about what it would look like to have a show without Chachi because he showed up after all. Wow. Oh. He's long form, he's there. Vertical.
1: He is,
0: yeah, he's like very vertical. vertical yeah, form. look at you, fancy you like guys. That? I have some big news tonight. People big have been news. asking for it since we launched a year ago. And because I love these people, I'm delivering. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are beginning to take pre-orders wow. on the paranormal 60 t-shirts. Oh, how do you like that. that? Huh? Let's look at wow. that. That's oh not goodness. that's not all. That's the cool t-shirt. But there's four different backs you get to choose from. So you can elect if you're going to be a words is hard kind of person. So you've got uh, yes, the official yes. words is hard shirt. Maybe you Craig. just want to promote the show, Paranormal Talk Radio. I want you to know that I just said Paranormal. I tried to <laughs> roll word out of that real words quick. Is hard, yeah. yeah, words Here is go. hard. So we go. there it is. Then, are you ready for this? Here we go. Mm. Mm. This is the one I think a lot of people have been waiting for, the official moniker. The Darkling t-shirt. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yes. Darkling on front, the Paranormal 60 logo or on back, the Paranormal 60 logo in the front, but that's not it. That's not all. I have one what? more back choice wow. because wow. I love more? These people there huh? is more. Huh? Come on. So you have this is your front of your shirt. This is one of the three backs. Words is hard, paranormal talk radio, darkling, or my personal favorite. People have been begging me to make a copy of this shirt for years. Don't scare me. I poop easily.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> so, there you go. Those shirts are
0: available for pre order. Email me now, dave at paranormal60.com. T shirts come in small, medium, large, extra large. They are $25 a piece, plus $8 shipping and handling. Then, if you want extended sizes, 2XL is $26, 3XL, $27. And four XL and above are thirty dollars. So if you're interested, email me, Dave at paranormal60.com. Tell me what size I need your address. And right now, folks, I, I hate to break hearts. We're only shipping in the United States. We're not shipping oh, out Canada,
2: wow. oh, not to mm. Mexico,
0: not to the to the European mm. nation, not to Russia, not to the wow. Ukraine, European nowhere. Nation. I wanted to, but uh Marty said no. Nope, we're yep, keeping it yep. stateside.
1: He, he's the Colonel. Uh, U.S. of A. Okay. Yeah. So
0: if you're interested, kids, and you want to be a part of the show, it's simple enough. You can certainly do it. Uh, Dave? Cut. Yes. I'm sorry. Can I ask a question? Um, You had mentioned
1: all the various sizes. I'm just asking because I know that uh, Greg and Eric are going to ask, do you have athletic cut? <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, athletic. I don't know if you've seen the four of us. We're just going to stick with standard, regular old t shirts. Wow. Uh, okay. okay. Look yeah. at that. Greg. Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the new look on you today. Thanks. And apparently I'm not the only one. Stevie Lynn whoa. says, Wow. Boy, you just whoa. had that up there for wow. about two and a half seconds. <laughs> Something's going on. Yeah. Stevie Lynn says, hey, Greg is smiling Steven today. Man, I you. love it.
3: See? That's because Marty. Gave me Jameson orange. I'm telling you guys, um, this is fantastic. It's, it's like Sunny D.
0: Yes, <laughs> so, so, he, so he's Sunny. It's like
3: Sunny D. It's crazy. All right, yeah,
0: I like it. Just uh, like his like, disposition. Yeah, flashlight and cucumbers giving us some thumbs oh, up as well. They were <laughs> worried we wouldn't enjoy their uh, moniker, but I think we <laughs> flashlight and cucumbers. All right, we've God. got stories. Greg, uh, you we have stories. Have. Marty has stories. Do Eric I, Chachi. We all have <laughs> we stories. Oh, he no, he's I got have, stories.
3: He's got Tito uh, stories. He got
0: I have oh airline vodka. Oh, I thought maybe you'd become a giant overnight. I didn't. Roar. I thought maybe just <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Airplane <laughs> vodka. Well, that gives you the chance to just drink and have fun as we talk about this. And and I want you to know, Eric, had you <laughs> let me know you were gonna be here tonight, this first story. Oh, he, it, didn't. it could have been yours, no, but it's yours. not, no, it could have been yours, but instead it goes to the Colonel, the default, oh, de yeah. facto, the, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the, the gubernational delegate right. from the show. That's he that's is right. here to chat with us. Uh, where are we going to start off tonight? Martina?
1: Well, John Lennon's son believes no. he received a sign from yeah. the late singer. Yes. You got yeah. a John
4: Lennon story. I,
1: like I that, did. Huh? Sorry. Son of you a snooze, you lose. When a loved one dies, most of us wish we could just have one more conversation or one more moment of something meaningful. When that loved one was someone who lived their life in the public eye, that desire can be even stronger. Julian Lennon hoped and received a wonderful message from his late father, John Lennon. This message was so clear and meaningful that Julian's life changed in a way that a strained father son relationship transformed into a beautiful message of peace and the will to move on for the better. Julian Lennon was born during John's first marriage, which was to Cynthia Lennon. Born in Liverpool in 1963, Julian was named after John's mother, Julia, who had passed a few years prior. Though he inspired multiple songs from the Beatles, he didn't always feel close to his famous father. Julian was born six years after the Beatles first formed and in the midst of their growing acclaim in the UK, the band's manager, Brian Epstein was named Julian's Godfather. And he was also named the fifth Beatle, by the way, Julian experienced from a young age, a detachment from his father, when Julian was just five years old, his parents divorced, and John embarked on a relationship with Yoko Ono. They married in March of the following year. John's relationship with Oko heightened to the tension between bandmates, and the Beatles parted ways shortly after their marriage. Rather than returning to returning home to, to Julian, John further invested himself into his music and released a solo album in 1970. In 1971, the pair moved the pair moved to New York creating even more distance between Julian and his father. Uh, Yeah. When Lennon and Yoko separated in 1973, John developed a romantic relationship with his personal assistant, May Pang may encouraged John to reconnect with Julian who he didn't see. He hadn't seen in two years in an interview with the times, Julian described his time with May Pang and John as the happiest times he had had with his father. During this time, Julian made his musical debut at the age of 11 when his father unexpectedly used Julian's drum recording in the song Ya on Walls and Bridges. <laughs> Sadly, that time together is short. There was a reconciliation with Yoko Ono, and a year later, Sean Lennon would be born. Sean then became the focal point of John and Yoko's life until his tragic murder. There had been flashes of heartfelt moments between John and Julian before his assassination, but they were fleeting. Julian would go on to follow in his legendary father's footsteps by becoming a musician and releasing some great music. Some of the songs appeared to be messages to his father as he worked through their sordid past. This is where things got interesting. Julian released his fourth album, Help Yourself. His single, Saltwater, on this 1991 album, topped Australian charts for a month and featured former Beatles member George Harrison on the guitar, and he looks like he's crying. There, um, hmm. this is oh, where tears. yeah, tears. Yeah. yeah, this is where things get interesting. The track "Saltwater" mm-hmm. was fa- was famous mm-hmm. for in Australia for a reason, as it was environmentally conscious ballad that transcended the decade julian's touching lyrics attracted the attention of aboriginal leaders who met with the musician while he was on tour they asked julian if he would use his fame to help bring them awareness the elder of the tribe known as mining burning excuse me was a woman who handed him a gift when julian took it he could hardly believe his eyes The aboriginal leader had handed Julian a white feather. He later told today that John Lennon had once told him that a white feather would be his way of communicating to his son and that we were all going to be all right. His plea and from his first album track, well, I don't know, for his father to send him a sign seemed to have been answered. Julian realized at that moment that he needed to do something meaningful with his career. Julian didn't just stop at highlighting the issues plaguing the Aboriginals. That was just the beginning. In 2019, he started the White Feather Foundation, named after the encounter that he considers a sign from his late father. The organization sets out to raise funds for both environmental and humanitarian issues and to bring attention to those who are setting out to make a difference. To Julian, the White Feather represents peace on account of the influence in his life. And a strange side note, Paul McCartney, we know him as uh, one of the other Beatles, is convinced that John Lennon haunted the recording of the 1995 Beatles single Free as a Bird when he appeared in the form of a white peacock. McCartney, Ringo, Starr, and George Harrison were posing for a photograph outside the studio where the track was recorded when a rare white peacock wandered in the shot at the last minute. McCartney called out, look, it's John. He's here. Free as a Bird is a song originally composed and recorded in 1977 as a home demo by John Lennon. The Beatles then made a studio version of the recording, incorporating contributions from McCartney, Harrison, and Starr. The song was released the week of the 15th year anniversary of Lennon's death on the Beatles Anthology No. 1 record 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 so it made, oh, ah, that's it where is. you ah. jump the, oh, oh wow
0: on their old record ah, yes.
1: record record, record i didn't have
0: the record i went out and bought one of them tapes
1: yeah i hear you so it makes sense that the presence of Lennon <laughs> was felt in the studio during the photo sessions so pretty cool
0: very cool White how peacock. cool now i love the fact right that you've got uh, Julian Lennon coming forward, telling this very powerful story. And thank you, Dark Strider. We appreciate you being here with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, telling this emotional story, but that it also ties in to what happened during the recording and the, reun- uh, you know, the, the reuniting of the Beatles. Because yeah. that was the first time the three had gotten together. They recorded under the name of the Beatles. And help me out here, Chachi. I think they recorded three new songs, right? That's
4: what I remember reading. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. So to be filming and doing a photo session for the new album and in struts, this rare white peacock, when John had told Julian that his message to his son would be in the form of white feathers, that's pretty powerful all the way around. That's a cool, cool little story.
1: Yeah. It's
3: a cool story. And
1: you know, the thing is, is that, you know, the Beatles really at that point Mm -hmm. in their lives and you guys, I'm just asking this as a question. Were they really kind of into that type of, you know, hey, there's a white peacock. This means this type of thing. Or were they more at that point, uh, you know, we've lived our lives, you know, nothing really.
0: No, I think, I think they're all still very spiritual. Obviously, uh, George remained very spiritual. And then not knowing where McCartney stood, if you had a chance to watch that um, Carpool Karaoke, that he did with James Corden. Uh, It's, you know, usually they sit in the car and they'll sing four or five songs. It's like a five to 10 minute little segment. They did like a half an hour. And at one point um, he's talking, you know, James Corden gets very emotional because his father and grandfather used to play Beatles music for him. And now here he is sitting here singing with Paul McCartney and, and he gets choked up and McCartney goes, well, he's here with you. Very matter Mm -hmm. of fact, like I know the spirit is here. And then, they go on to talk about, let it be. And that I think for many of us, when, when the line, you know, Mother Mary comes to me, many of us thought of the religious icon of the Virgin Mary, Mother Mary. He was referring to the, the fact that his own mother's spirit would appear to him and bring him messages. Just mm-hmm. let it be. So I think they were all very spiritual long into it. And like I said, uh, Paul, you know, he's, uh, that story is only a few years old when he was doing the carpool karaoke. So I think that they all still very much embrace that element and aspect of the supernatural. Very cool story to dig up, Marty.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It, it took some research. Okay. I'm laying that out there.
0: <laughs> uh, let's I not found push it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but Listen, I, you, uh,
4: you did uh, me proud. Well,
0: yeah, Thank that you. was pretty Thank good.
3: You. Apparently, hey. he took some practice, too, because... Uh, yeah, you, he you was great. Of, yeah.
0: Actually, he just got in 15 minutes before uh, the show, so yeah. I think that's even better. Speaking of exciting news, hey. Unexplainable Supernatural, that's right, Erie, England, I'm going to be returning to England with our good friend Neil Story, and we're going to be doing that September 12th through the 21st, 2023. We want you to join us. It is not only a paranormal tour of England, but we stop for three days to the Unexplained or the Festival of the Unexplained, Britain's own paranormal conference. I will be a speaker. Neil Story is a speaker. There are a myriad of other great speakers that are going to be part of this, and we would love for you to be there and be a part of this trip with us. You can get information by going to darknessevents.com. Again, you can go over and get all the information on all of our trips at darknessevents.com. We are keeping this limited to the first, I think, 25 to 30 people to sign up. This will be coming up this September, and we are psyched to be out there, to be going back to England. The last trip we did, I think, was five years ago. Hmm. Was it Um, that long ago? Wow. Yeah. And and when we first put it up, it sold out the first uh, England trip sold out in less than 48 hours. We added a second trip that sold out. So this is our, our return. And this one is exciting because not only do you get to experience a tour, but if you love the paranormal and you love going to conferences, you get to go to the festival of the unexplained and be a guest. Your ticket price for our event includes admission into that festival.
4: And where's that being held this
0: year? Uh, that's in England. No, no, no. And I can't remember no, all the details. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> the de- It's, a it's thing, being held okay. at the Festival of the Unexplained. There, you uh, go. Eric, there you pay go. attention. You. Hey, yeah. Fine. So oh. it's it's there. Check it out and and join us. All the information, details about the specifics of where we're going to be going. And here's something else. We're going to be stopping at mostly new places on this trip. I think there's only two places that we're visiting. Like Stonehenge is one of them because you've got to see Stonehenge. Yeah, you've got to do that. Like, you gotta you've got to go. So uh, if you've gone with me before, you might have had a chance to see Stonehenge. But like 90% of the rest of the trip is new. Neil's story is with. I'll be there. It's going to be just like old times. And hopefully we can get some of the boys to join us on this uh, trip as well.
4: Dave, will I be able to get a paranormal 60s shirt if I go on that trip?
0: You can. Yes, we will be wow. selling Paranormal 60 wow. shirts. You can pre order them so you can get a Paranormal 60 shirt and wear it proudly wow. aboard this. Hey, guys, quick funny little bit here, right? We missed this a couple of weeks ago, but one of the listeners sent this in to me. You know, around the holidays, a lot of businesses are trying to find interesting ways to get you to come in. And visit, right? Come on into our car dealership. Think about a car for the new year. Have a free hot dogs. Fourth of July, they do that, right? Uh, sodas, hot dogs, chips, things like that. Well, here's Sandberg Funeral Home and Cremation Services, family owned and operated since 1942. Stop in for our open house on December 10th from 10:30 or 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and take in the aroma of the holiday season. They didn't. It is. It's an actual they ad. didn't. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So I don't do you go to a cremation place to take in the aroma of anything? At mm. any yeah, that's uh it's got a fresh, nutty overtone to it. Speaking of fresh, nutty overtone, it's time for the paranormal detective. Hey, how start. are y'all yeah. doing?
3: Good to Ooh, see you. Good, good to friend. see you. Look, I'm here. You yeah.
0: are here, and you're yeah. cheery. I yeah. like this. Oh, I you took I'm, off I'm like this all the time. Does he not have a beautiful smile?
4: We just haven't seen it in so long. I know. Wow. Well, lights. you know, I
3: decided uh, 2023 is going to be my year. Excellent. Yeah. It's all about Good.
0: me. Well, well, that's, that's I don't well know about that. that but yeah, know. All right. right.
3: Well, uh, let's go to Russia. I've always wanted to go to Russia. Russia says it shot down a UFO. <laughs> oh. That's right. Uh, is that a real wow. photo? That's a great uh, I'm sorry. What, wow. what was your question? Oh, a mystery. Object described by one local news outlet as a UFO has been shot down in the southern Russian region of Rostov. Vasily Golubev. Mm-hmm. Golubeg Golubev, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Golubev or go home, that's
2: my. Yeah, right.
3: Vasily Golubev. I'm taking yeah. a shot. The governor of Rostov Oblast wrote on a telegram that a small-sized object in the shape of a ball has been discovered flying in the wind at an altitude of around one and a half miles uh, in January 3rd. With the object spotted above the village of Sultan Sala in the region's Maya Snigovskis region, Golubev said the decision was taken to liquidate it. So I guess they're going to... Auction it off? What are they going to do? Mm. Auction it off? Liquidate? Yeah. I don't know. I think something lost in translation. Anyway.
0: Welcome to Crazy Sergey's Everything must go. We have repurposed UFO pieces. It's got to go. Big clearance sale. <laughs> Thank you.
3: And back to the news.
2: <laughs>
3: I urge everyone, he says, to remain calm, to ensure security, all forces and all means involved, The sky is covered with anti-aircraft defenses, he said, without specifying what this object actually was. In reporting his comments, local news outlets, Piviet Rovost, carried a headline that said a UFO in the form of a ball was shot down in the sky. That's a weird headline. A UFO in the form of a ball was shot down. Should it be like flying ball UFO downed in Mayas-Nagoskos region or something? I don't know.
4: I don't.
3: I don't anyway, so the uh, Telegram prefer. channels uh, that night described how the air defenses in Rostov had been operating. The channel Ostrozana Novosti, which mm. uh, is means caution news, if y'all don't speak Russian. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the published uh, they published a video showing a shining object flying and then exploding in the sky. Look. Another one is gone. Someone has heard saying in the clip, which was captioned another video of the work of Rostov Regional Air Defenses. A witness told the channel how there was a very strong explosion and that everything in the house shook. We realized that the air defenses were in operation. Now, Newsweek contacted the governor's office for further comment on this revelation. But so far... There has been no response. Back to you, Dave.
0: Wow. So they're clearancing out the alien wreckage. Yeah. So do you think that they've gone in, they've blown up some things in the Ukraine, maybe pulled back some pieces, and they're trying to sell them on eBay as downed UFO parts?
3: You know, there's something going on for sure. Listen,
0: war here not going so well. We have to re-ammunization ourselves, so we are going to just repurpose buildings, to sell to stupid Americans on the eBay to sell his UFO pieces? I'd buy some. Yeah.
3: Man, yeah. if they were selling that, I'd buy it. Yeah. Shipping well, would be apparently.
0: really, really
4: tough. That concerns me. I don't Listen, my my, my, That's my nice. job tonight is just to kind of QC, quality control this. Um, is that what <laughs> is that what your job is, Wow, is Tonight, it? yeah. I'm I'm in okay. empty bottles of Tito's, and, and <laughs> I just want to say that could quite possibly be The best story ever read by Greg Lawson.
0: I think it's so. Thank you. I thank you.
4: Do you know know what the difference is?
0: It's the smile. Look, he was like he's cheery. He talks. He's bubbly.
3: He's happy. He's like. Newsweek contacted the governor's office for further comment on this revelation, but so far, has no no response. Back to you, Dave.
4: Thank you. We're so gonna you miss your, but I like the new positive. I version.
0: don't. Sh- I do speak too. For yourself, I'm not gonna miss it at all. I love this bubbly, effervescent version of Greg.
4: David, if really? I could, uh, I've got to admit I wasn't really listening, but I, uh, was reading, <laughs> Ow. Ow. I, was, I was reading the comments when he was going through it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: And and there's been a lot of comments that people would like a shirt that has hashtag hoovering on the back. Oh, ah,
0: yeah. You know what? Hey listen if I have to come up with a shirt for every saying I <laughs> yeah, just I figured be- <laughs> we're gonna start off with this we're gonna we're gonna start off with this maybe hashtag hoovering I'm sure there's gonna be other listen I'm sure people are gonna want the goober national shirts
2: oh' uh, saying for didn't November
0: happen. for November we're gonna have November. the vote vias on the right front <laughs> of marty's and we're gonna go back to the original like you know, maudlin yellow skin photo. Oh, yeah. On the back, National. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That yep. will sell. sell big. That will sell big. Of course, you will. Woo, woo. See, they're into that. If you yeah, look, hey, look at that. that, look at that. Go back. Marty, Marty Goober them. National. I there like you that. go. Yeah, you can't I, ask for right. more. I think I'll run right, something. You should. Yeah, you should run right now. You're HOA. Yeah, you should run right now to get some of this for your new tattoos, Marty. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my Darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash p60 there's a link for it on today's program guide
2: urban's edge tattoo aftercare is the first ethically sourced all-natural vegan and organic tattoo care line on the market all of our products are formulated by leading experts in the skincare industry and are developed especially to nourish, enhance, and preserve your tattoos. Our tattoo enhancing balms are non-greasy and the perfect consistency for daily use. They're absorbent, hydrating, restorative, and are guaranteed to bring life back into your artwork. Visit www.urbanzedgetattoo.com to order your starter kit today. That's www.urbanzedgetattoo.com.
0: How about that? Urban's Edge. Again, folks, I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart, make sure that you support the advertisers that support this program. And there are a lot of you out there that are inked up, and I've seen you at these conferences myself. I've shaken your hands. I've sat next to you as we've gotten tattoos together. Urban's Edge is affordable, high quality. Your tattoos are never going to look better. Try it. Try it. They have a money-back guarantee. You're going to love it. Give it a shot. Check it out for yourself.
4: Haunted Magazine is packed full of the paranormal, stuffed with the supernatural, sautéed with spookiness, garnished with ghosts, and even drizzled with a dash of demons. If you want histories, mysteries, ghost stories, hauntings, weird stuff, freaky stuff, and more supernatural than you can shake a stick at, come and see Haunted Magazine for the world's best paranormal writers. Visit www.hauntedmagazineprintshop.com for your latest scare. Remember, kids, don't be normal. Be paranormal.
0: And Haunted Magazine is also excellent to rub on all your tattoos. Uh, Do you think there's uh, any chance that maybe this
4: team could be on the cover?
0: I think we should talk to them since we do so much advertising for them. Let's see if we can get a paranormal 60, a hard hitting news. one, Maybe we could do it Expose. like a, yeah, but like, let's do the cover where we're all in black shirts, looking up kind of bohemian raps. Oh yeah. Style. Oh yeah. What do you think? And, and then I can
3: be the white peacock in the back,
0: bat. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. you can. I, I like heard that. something
4: about Greg's white peacocks. That
0: makes sense. That mm. makes all the sense in the world. What does that, what does that hey, even mean? I don't, you don't want more. You don't want to know. Yeah. No, let's, let's just, just, leave just keep it that. As it a, is. Keep I that think. away. Yeah. I'll
4: tell yeah. you.
0: <laughs> call me uh we got a lot of cool stuff going on folks i want to remind you the 2023 uh protection and energy bracelets are out for the paranormal 60 brand new they've got great stones in them they're all actual stones they're not uh, plastic beads or glass and brand new designs one has got the uh paranormal investigator in mind that has a religious background looking for that extra edge of protection against dark malevolent forces. There are three, count them, three, like a holy trinity of Benedictine metals on these bracelets. Then for those of you that don't so much want that, we've replaced the Benedictine metals with hematite. So you're going to have a great, beautiful piece. It is opalite, which is moonstone. It is hematite. And the third stone. Can anybody recall the name of the third stone? It is obsidian, obsidian, correct. Bueller, Bueller, anyone. Black obsidian. So you've got, yeah, you've got, well, thank you. You've got some great pieces on there. They're 40 bucks a piece. If you're interested, email me, tell me your size, tell me your address. We'll send you out an invoice. We'll make sure that you get it taken care of or better yet, just go to paranormal 60.com click on the shop and scroll down the page there you're going to see the t-shirts and how to order them you can scroll down a little further see the new bracelets and order them directly from moxie malice the professional yeah. jewelers that create them specifically for us and i have a quick question for our audience would you be interested in a special paranormal 60 pendulum tell us more well, there it is there oh. it is. all i'm saying if you're interested, I may be commissioning Moximalis to create the first ever pendulum necklace for the Paranormal mm. 60. So you can wear it as a stylish necklace or take it off mm. and use it for divination of the spirit now,
4: realm. How many sides <laughs> does a pendulum have?
0: Uh, I don't know. It's Because if it had four, the
4: there are four of us. I'm just saying. There yeah. are.
0: Should we get our faces engraved on them? I think so. Or,
4: or to mm? your point earlier, you mentioned about yes. strong stones. Yes, I
0: mainly thought of Greg Lawson. <laughs> wow, peacocks and strong kind of stones. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. uh let's go, guys. We've got an email here. This is one I've been trying to get to for a while, and I keep putting off Nikki Lane. Nikki. You're up here on the Paranormal 60. Hi, guys. Get ready for a long email. <laughs> I'm new to the show, but have enjoyed all that I've heard so far. Dave, I've seen you on so many TV shows since I first saw you on Paranormal State. I'm a big fan of yours as well. Thank you. I have always attracted various beings of all sorts, not just ghosts. I'll send you those tales at another time. The stories that I have today happened in my one-bedroom apartment where I lived alone with my two black kitties. Kitties, Eric. The word was kitties, okay? Shortly after I moved into this apartment, I had just laid down to go to sleep. I laid down on my left side facing the door. Within a couple minutes after laying down, I felt a very firm finger trace all the way down my spine. Although it rattled me, I just turned over to lay on my back and I went to sleep. The next incident happened when I was taking a shower. I had left my bathroom door open a few inches so my cats could go in and out. While I was showering, I suddenly heard a big commotion outside of the shower. It sounded like something moving really fast through the bathroom and up onto the counter and then quickly out the door what happened next truly puzzled me the door slammed shut very hard I had initially thought it could have been the kitties running around but changed my mind when I remembered that the door opened inward into the bathroom and there was no way they could slam the door behind them as they left the room When I got out of the shower, I noticed one of my heavy sneakers was missing. Again, there was no way my kitties could have taken that with them. I found the sneaker 10 days later, down the hall, around the corner, and behind a piece of furniture. I'm going to say this. She may not be giving uh, kitty credit where kitty credit is due. I've seen little cats carry monstrous things around houses before. Come on, Dave. Come on. Stones. After that. Mm -hmm. After that incident, I started showering with the kitties in the bathroom and with the door closed. One night I was leaving the bathroom after my shower and with the kitties when I found two clothespins on the ground, parallel to each other, just sitting in front of the door. I have no idea where they came from. Any clothespins I had were inside a closet with the door closed. Another incident happened when my daughter came to visit me. We had just walked into the apartment, sat down and started chatting. We kept hearing a clicking noise. We heard it at least three times. We could tell it was from the kitchen and went in there to investigate. Once we got in there, we noticed that a stove burner was on, turned to heat level three out of the nine levels. There's no way I left that burner on as it had been weeks since I had used it last. Throughout the seven years I had lived there, I had experienced many more incidents of knockings and tappings and various things moving out of place. At one point, it had become more annoying than scary. That all changed with the last incident I experienced before I moved out. This time, I was laying down to sleep, debating whether I should sleep on my side or not, because the last time I had done so was when I felt the finger trace my spinal column. I decided to sleep on my side and even said in my head that I'd probably end up regretting it because of all the experiences I had. I now slept with the light on and with an eye mask so that I could sleep well. The mask was old. The elastic was overstretched and didn't stay in place very well. Before I had gone to sleep, I had been talking on the phone with my daughter. The next thing I know is that I woke up to myself talking. I thought I was still on the phone with her. What I said out loud as I woke up was, there's someone here. I had somehow known there was something there before I even woke up. I immediately was wide awake as I felt and heard the body of someone walk around my bed to my right side, where they moved a stack of books I had right next to my bed. They had moved the books out of the way so that they could get closer to me. I had heard its feet walking and shuffling along on my carpet, the clothes being rustled as it walked. The being got close to my head and was doing something on my bed above my head. I still do not know what they were doing. After what seemed like forever, it finally walked out of the room. Through the gap in my eye mask, I could have seen what it looked like, but I was afraid to see what it was. I had very non-human entities before. <clears throat> As I had seen very non-human entities before, and I was afraid of what I might actually see. I laid there wide awake, just waiting for my alarm to go off so I could get ready for work and just leave. About an hour after this, I heard it come back. I heard the shuffling on the carpet, the clothes rustling once again. This time it was behind me. I was terrified as to what could happen next. The being then knelt down onto the bed, depressing the mattress as it did so, and it put its knee firmly behind and touching my back. It then grabbed a hold of my comforter and sheets and pulled them up all the way to my neck as if it was tucking me in. I then heard the familiar shuffle on the carpet and the clothes rustling as it left my room once again. I had about an hour before my alarm went off for work, but got up anyway and got ready and went to work. One of the craziest parts of the story was that both of my cats were on the bed with me. One was down by my feet, the other beside me on my right. Right after this event, both kitties nonchalantly stretched and just calmly jumped off the bed, expecting breakfast. It made me wonder if this being came around often and that my cats were just used to it, therefore not afraid. A funny thing happened later that day while I was at work. I was expecting a package from Amazon and was notified that the delivery had been made. The notification had said that it had been received directly by the resident of the home. I thought that was very odd as no one was in my apartment. When I got back home after work, I half expected the package to be inside the apartment, but I found it laying on the ground right outside the door. This was the last incident to happen before I moved out of that apartment. I thought that the incidents would stop when I moved into my new apartment with my daughter, but they didn't. More stories to come. Thank you. And that comes from Nikki. Ooh, Nick. Ooh, man. A cliffhanger, I like yeah, that. Nikki Nikki's yeah, got it. an attachment there. Yeah, Nikki yeah. Lane. Ooh, well, at least yeah. you know what? I can't complain. If I got a, an attachment that just wants to run its finger up my back and kind of hey. press my shoulders, tuck me in at night. Mm, move it some sounds books. like I Eric, that. man. That sounds like Eric. Boy, are you yeah. looking
4: for volunteers, Dave? Or <laughs>
3: yes,
0: wow. yes, yeah, yes I am. He's on it. This is good stuff. All right. Uh Martika, <clears throat> you yes, are back with another tale of wonder for us. Yeah.
1: Uh, An old West Texas hotel named the most haunted place in Texas. hmm. Looking for a haunted good time? Well, Mm -hmm. you can find it here, right here in West Texas, and only a couple of hour drive away. According to the Midland Reporter-Telegram, you don't have to venture far to find one of the most haunted places in Texas, right here in our backyard. Well, that's only if you live in Texas and if you live in West Texas. But you get the idea. Check out the Pasano Hotel. El Pasano Hotel, located in Marfa. The Is next that time... Spanish? Yeah, right. Marfa? Yeah. Marfa? I Mar... don't think so.
0: <laughs> oh, That's... El Pasano? What does that mean? The um, pizza? The Italian? Mm, El Pasano?
1: El Pasano? Could be. Could be. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, the next time you check out the Marfa Lights, you can stay at the Pasano Hotel and maybe get a visit from one of the ghosts that have been reported. The Travel Channel recently featured the Pasano Hotel because of the numerous reports of the paranormal activity, and Jack Osborne and Katrina Weidman reported paranormal experiences in a few of the hotel rooms. Vicki Barge, the manager of the hotel, said she commonly gets reports from guests as they check out about weird experiences they have had while staying at the hotel. The more common occurrence we hear from guests is a feeling of being touched or someone sitting on the bed, said Barge, adding a less common occurrence is guests seeing ghost sightings. But sightings have also been reported by guests, just not as often as the feelings of someone there. A woman in a white dress or an old man has been seen multiple times, said Barge. The history of the hotel goes like this. Construction begins on the hotel in October of 1929 just days before the stock market crash that sent the nation into the Great Depression. Work on the hotel was completed in 8 months according to the hotel website. The hotel has also been featured in the big screen in the big screen when the movie Giant was filmed there in the mid 1950s and the stars James Dean, Elizabeth Taylor and Rock Hudson were staying at the hotel during the filming, though it is not likely the ghost at the hotel or any of those stars. So hmm. if you're looking for a spooky, good time and hmm. a weekend trip, head to Marfa and make sure you stay at the Pasano.
3: The the well, there you go.
0: Hotel California. Is that uh, that's what dark. Star hey, You know, that yeah. kind
1: of looks like it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. And you got to get there hmm. on a dark desert highway. Yeah. My hair. Yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. we've got, uh, Greg, you've got really? a story, but first you've got, you do talked to blind dog. I did. And he is quick at work on the new, uh, dog man song. He we yeah, we should have that. We should have that maybe in a week. Maybe it's possible. Now he's, he's here's, good. Here's big news though, folks. I do have to make this comment Uh-oh. because it's only fair. I, I mentioned this up front. Um, I will be at the fear fair Friday, the 13th, saturday the 14th and all day the 15th uh i will be returning we'll be back here live on monday the 16th but next week's show i'm pre-recording a couple days early with our buddy neil story he's going to be here to tell us some creepy tales weird paranormal tales for friday the 13th we had him on a couple months back you guys said you wanted him back for a friday the 13th creepy story show so uh chachi uh colonel paranormal detective you're welcome to join and hear these tales as we pre-record it to air on friday if you would so be interested um but i just want to let people know there will be a new show on friday it'll just be pre-recorded a little earlier in the week while i'm still in town
1: yeah neil's story is one of the best storytellers yes i've ever met so i will be there with um shiny bells n- What is that? bells bells that's it bells shiny bells
0: on word my bells yeah. yeah the word bells through them threw me out uh, uh, all right oh yeah i have a sip everybody wants a sip yeah okay
3: how you doing eric toasty, what's going eric. on over there
1: man eric how, long was, how that,
0: long was that flight
3: isn't that that's illegal to carry that many on an airplane
0: no it is it 35 that's, minutes that's what? why he's not carrying <laughs> them on an airplane, dumbass. He's drinking them in his own hey, room. Hey, what uh, the?
4: Gosh? Wow. Wow. You're back.
0: Wow. Don't judge, right. Greg. Don't judge. Yeah. Dave
4: remembers the old Greg, not the new Greg.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Greg. I'm, I'm back, Cheer, cheery Greg. That's great. All right. You've got a story for us, Greg. Oh, Where are yeah, we maybe. Going next. Yeah,
3: maybe wow. See? Didn't wow. take long to- yeah, we're
0: oh, right
1: back to the old days. Hey, let's yeah. go.
3: Let's go. Let's leave Marfa. Let's let's head east and let's go to Alabama. <sighs> okay. Rainbow. Yeah. Uh, abandoned mansion where dead owner still watches over the house amidst ghostly footsteps.
0: Ghostly footsteps. <laughs> ghostly footsteps. You know footsteps? Ghostly bottle, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: you know footsteps.
0: Good old ghostly footsteps. You know footsteps. 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 All right. Now people are going to ask me for a t-shirt that says, I want go flea flu not going to do it. Yeah. All right. A
3: creepy mansion based in Alabama stands collecting dust after its owner, a renowned local doctor passed away, but some believe his spirit still watches over the house. Dr. David Elias Morgan, who was born in Wales in 1864, moved to Alabama after he traveled to the United States in hopes for a better life. The doctor began constructing the home in 1904, which is known today as the Morgan Curtis house. Morgan Curtis, Dr. Morgan and his wife, Minnie Alice McGee. You know what? I got to stop right there. Uh I think, I think Lynn now has a new nickname. Minnie Alice McGeehee. Come here, Minnie. Minnie Alice McGeehee. I like that. I like that. Okay.
1: That's a happy name.
3: I know it is. Minnie Alice McGeehee and Dr. Morgan had four children together. The family home boasted a grand entrance hall with imposing dark wood internal doors, 14 rooms, and a two story porch that wraps around the entire home. Now, this once loved family mansion is a shell of its former self due to being abandoned for a number of years, with crumbling floorboards and leafy foliage crawling up its exterior. Foliage, yeah.
1: Foliage. Mm-hmm. Doctor
3: Doctor Dr. Morgan outlived both of his sons, as John was killed at the age of thirty-two when he was run over by a freaking train. Oof. Yeah,
0: train. you got it, and, you gotta, and you you gotta, Williams. Like pay- he must have been on his f- cell phone texting or something. How do you miss Jeez. a train? Yeah, yeah. yeah, That sounds right. And his son
3: William passed away after ingesting bad alcohol. What? It, there's
4: no what, such thing. What? Yeah, I was about to Say, is there such but a he, thing?
3: He was in Romania drinking palinka or like uh, Korea and drinking soju, poison Don't soju or something. Don't be
1: knocking soju.
3: Hey man, that's there's a reason why it's illegal to consume. So his two daughters carried on their father's medical footsteps by becoming a pharmacist and a chiropractor. Sadly, Dr. Morgan no, passed no, nobody away. picked what? up
0: home contractor. <laughs> what? Uh,
3: okay. So sadly, uh-huh. Dr. Morgan passed Very away sad. in 1935 at the age of 70 and is now buried on the property's cemetery along with his family. Following the doctor's death, The house was passed down to his daughter, Ruth, and her husband, Virgil Curtis, Sr. It was then passed down to their son, Judge Cecil Curtis, and his wife, Faye Curtis. In 1983, the property was added to the National Register of Historic Places and placed some major changes where there was transformed into two apartments. It was then sold to Dr. Morgan's great-grandson, Steve Abbott and was occupied by tenants until only five years ago. However, the doctor's legacy lives on. And it's rumored that now he haunts Mm -hmm. his family home. Stories date back to more than 40 years. And it suggests that a man dressed in all black has been seen on the property accompanied by a woman in white. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When Dr. Morgan's great grandson began renovating the property, he hired a painter. Who saw the same woman on the second floor balcony? After the sighting, the painter told Mr. Abbott that he could no longer work on the property. The owner then hired another painter who saw a man in black down the hallway and heard phantom footsteps. Footsteps.
0: Footsteps. Yeah. yeah, footsteps. yeah the
3: footsteps. Phantom yeah. Footsteps. Yeah. footsteps. The footsteps. After this spooky occurrence, the second painter also quit. Today The home remains safe with the Morgan family, but restoration work is needed to bring the home back to its former glory. But to date, no one dares to return to finish the work.
0: Back to you, Dave. That's my story. Back to you, Dave. Mark says he'll pay $6.66 for it, not a penny more. What a deal (laughs) in there. That was not a good place. Look at this. Look at this joint. This is an Alabama mansion, Alabama. Say it again. Yeah. Alabama, Greenville. Alabama, Alabama, and falling it, you know, that's never a good sign when the ceiling's falling in. I'm no banker. Uh, Eric, if you were going to get a mortgage for this joint, how easy would it be to get it mortgaged? Uh,
4: if you got it from your dad, it would be pretty easy.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. No bank's mm. giving you that mortgage, buddy. Mm-mm. No,
0: that's no. No, way no. it's gotta if, happen.
4: If, if we could, you know, again, I've got an opportunity to, to kind of sit back and, and look at things here.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Could could we
4: bring that picture up of the gentleman that we had in the beginning? There, he looked awfully mm. familiar. Anybody catch kind of who that looks like? Maybe an ancestor?
0: Huh? Mm. I can't. I, I, I'll have to. Rec- I'll have to recuse myself from this because you sent me the answer on text. Oh. By chain Kane. Did that, I get uh, one?
3: David Carradine.
0: It doesn't look like anybody to
4: you.
3: David Carradine.
4: I can oh. see a Carradine in there. Somebody yeah. so, so, of, yeah. somebody far more famous and, and intellectually superior.
0: Huh. Well, look yeah. at the mustache. Could it be Neil yeah. story? Oh. And
3: Neil's, Neil's mustache is much more under control, I think. You know what? This yeah.
0: guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a picture of my freshman year high school photograph next week because this guy's mustache is much like my hair one side was fluffy and the other side i had fallen asleep with my hand in it like this at my desk so it's completely flat so his mustache one side's got the perfect little snidely wish whiplash twirl the other side kind of brushed down unless he's going for like the original flock of seagulls look
1: Uh, i think he's going for the i don't care look yeah like you know what
0: i don't care
3: Hey, don't, he you, he has to care if he's got that bow tie. You know how long it takes him to tie
0: it, that bow tie. He puts some a effort clip on that. It's a clip on. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Right, t- well, you see. never run out of of clip mustache on. wax. You, uh, you dig into it, the ear. Don't oh, you know that? oh, oh the, Dave, the, come on! on no. I was like, ah, ugh. Ugh. And then they would just <laughs>
3: use some tattoo balm on it.
0: Who do you think it looks like? Quite Charlie cane. Chachi. Come on.
4: I think it looks like Nick Groff.
0: Ooh.
4: Do you guys not see that in the eyes? Nick, no.
0: you can uh, just go right to Chachi's house. No,
2: Nick. <laughs> Nick he, no. he lives
0: really he lives Nick. right down the block from the wow. Cunninghams, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd whip his ass for for saying that. I don't know. Look at that.
4: I live above the garage with my uncle. <laughs>
0: You're you <go>. angry today. <laughs> why is Dave so angry today?
4: I'm not. He's attacking all oh, of us. All of us. us.
0: Just all of us. Oh, you know why? Because I <laughs> watched a movie this week and i think we need to talk about it
2: it's time now for upon further review Hmm.
0: all right kids i had a movie my daughter wanted to watch she's like dad let's watch this horror movie and i said okay and what's it called she called she said barbarian i said i love that movie arnold schwarzenegger's classic yeah She's like no i I don't think so i don't think so dad no, I don't think so. Bill Skarsgård is in this. And I said, okay, Justin Long. I like Justin Long. He was in Jeepers Creepers. He was in Tusk. I didn't like Tusk, but I did like Jeepers Creepers. So Apple I, commercials. I, I tune into Barbarian. This is one seriously <laughs> movie. That's all I can say about it. Have any of you guys seen this movie?
4: Hmm, I have actually. Haji, I have. Greg?
0: I, right. have have I, I have not. I have not
4: seen that.
3: Do Martin? you recommend it? Do you recommend it?
0: Negatory. I have not seen it yet. Okay, so let me pull this down. Uh, Chachachi, I wish we could split these screens Chichachi. a little bit better. Chachachi, let's... <laughs> you know, we, can, we can. We can actually do this better. Hold on one second. Let me just Chichachi. do Bye, this. Guys. We'll bring the Bye, boys buddy, right back. We'll bring them right Ooh. back, but let's talk about this movie. I'm going to throw the poster up betwixt us. So Barbarian... First of all, did you have any idea what this movie was about going into it?
4: Zero. Nothing.
0: Did you have any idea what this movie was about after you saw it?
4: I did up until the last 10 minutes or so.
0: What the flipping <laughs> flip. Dude. This movie, I will say this. Interesting acting, uh, a lot of, of weird, quirky twists, It's it's got a lot of genre bending vibes to it. It's kind of got that last house on the left that kind of, you know, cabin in the woods that kind of weird you're on your own vibes. It is. I, I I will say this. I will give this normally one phantom sucks five phantoms. It's great. I'm going to give this a full four and three quarters phantoms from sheer shock value. And Nothing of what I expected it to be. An interesting story that keeps you embraced through the entire movie. And then some scenes where you are like, what am I watching? Yep. This is insane. Where do you come in on this movie?
4: Well, I, I kind of put down my fingers over here. I was definitely uh-huh. a four. It, uh, yeah. I, I just I kept I mean, even, yeah, even hesitating right now because throughout the movie, you're like, what just happened? And it's yeah. not gory and it's not heavy violence just these little scenes that pop up throughout you yeah exactly thank you yeah. um yeah. words is hard uh, yeah i it was one of these things where um, we all do it we go to amazon we go to netflix we go to hulu and we're just trying to find something to watch and i never heard of barbarian so I'm like, let's right. try it and mm-hmm. it's a relatively short movie like an hour and a half or less yeah and yeah the last 10 minutes what would you think we don't want to give it away. But did did you see Uh, anything even close to that coming?
0: No, no, no. Yeah, you're sitting there like, I don't... What is happening throughout the entire thing? Yeah. Do you
4: feel at one point a sense of... um, I don't even know how you'd say it. You you feel for the character? Yes. Was it that kind of shower?
0: Yes. No, not that kind. I had like a leech and a scrub brush. It was a weird-ass... In the eyes. Yeah. Oh, that, oh my gosh. It, I, Seriously, folks, if you're looking for a psychological thriller that takes you one way, may prove that you're right, or it may bend you 220 degrees, not a it's full not 360, more. but it takes you into a different position, uncomfortable as it may be, and leaves you there stranded and then brings you to different places throughout the entire movie. The evolution of the movie, the the way it was done, and, and there are weird layers. I mean, you've got Justin Long's character who doesn't even really show up to like the last 20 minutes of the movie. I thought he was in it. And you're to your point. point,
4: yeah. first hour you're like, where's Justin Long? But then when he comes in, important role in the movie.
0: Yeah. A uh, hashtag me too kind of centric part. He's this oh, right, celebrity right. who's kind of fallen out of grace, grace because he maybe or maybe did not you know get too handsy with an actress and now he's trying to fend for his own life figuratively, perhaps even literally. Crazy movie. I, I honestly, I'm gonna give it four and three quarter stars for just being an original movie. I can't even say that because it's not original, right? There are so many this is like a Rubik's Cube movie. There are so many pieces that you recognize from other movies, but when you think it's about to turn one way, it snaps to something else and the the puzzle box continues on. Fifteen huh. minutes in,
4: I thought to myself, I think I even said it out loud. Oh, yeah, I know where this is going. It's, yeah, okay. We've seen this a thousand times. Uh-huh. Nope, 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 nope. nope. It's like listening to Marty and Greg speak. You think you know what they're about to say. That's not what comes out of their
0: mouth. Wow. Nope. Wow. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no. oh, look at Greg. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> He's back to oh. wounded. Oh. Come here. Send hopes. him a hug. No. Oh, uh, a guys. Yeah, was,
3: that was uh, that uh, evaluation of that movie was as long as the movie. Uh,
0: Ow. And Way as confusing, there, huh? Greg, Marty, watch the movie. If oh, you yeah. can that this week, great. watch it. <clears throat> no, no, no. You'll no, thank no, us, I think. All watch right. it, and I want oh, you guys to kind of replay with us next week on this. Oh, and do what you? What are your thoughts on this? Okay. All All and, right. it, All and Eric and I will go off screen. We'll go you off two screen, can right? talk about it. Well, if I can say something right fresh pers- No, no, Marty. It's not The last 10 minutes.
1: The last 10 minutes.
3: The last 10 minutes are crazy. Crazy. Crazy.
1: You would not believe it.
3: Yeah. And
0: I don't need this. I don't need Man, it. This I don't is need such this a good show. Rhythm.
4: Just the two of us, right?
0: <laughs> you don't need the nonsense. Oh, every
4: time you do this, I just get a little tingle. Oh, hey.
2: Welcome back. <laughs> oh, hey.
0: All right. But this is a double header weekend, guys, because we've got, you know, I had a lot of time off when kids were sick with COVID. Wife is down with COVID. Everybody's out. I had a lot of time to myself to watch movies, and I caught another one. Uh oh. Oh, my uh, goodness. see if we know this one. So it's time now for a further review.
3: Yeah. I've been on the show for a year and I haven't done one further review.
0: So yeah. Yeah. I've asked you a couple times and you are like, Oh, great. Taking Greg, my, my wife out to Bath, bed and beyond this weekend. Yeah, Maybe you're going to oh, stop and look at some pile uh, at right, home depot. Greg.
4: Yeah, it's 2023, buddy. Year of positivity. Oh, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. boy. That's yeah. my
3: this, right, this year's my right. year, man. This is this your I year. I just
0: my and right. did did I not just tell you to go watch Barbarian and you're going to report on it next week? He did, uh, except yeah. Neil's
4: story is going to be here, so you're not going to be able to report on it. But
0: maybe the next yeah. week, a Neil yeah. on our time. Yeah. Uh, so right, here's the, the movie? other movie. I will say this Blumhouse Pictures puts out some of the best movies, thrillers, horror twisted fates this fell right into that category think of that guy from blumhouse and the director of sinister and doctor strange i will say sinister the first one is one of my all time favorite mind freak movies ever i thought it was so well done and turned so many horror movie tropes on its ear ethan hawk also starred in that this movie is called the black phone never talk to strangers this movie has. Show of hands, has anybody seen the Black Phone yet? Perfect. All right, so. By Greg, let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> yeah, talk about <laughs> Should it. Should have raised your hand, Greg. Uh, yeah, just Even lie. lie about Make it. it up, <laughs> yeah, it was lie. Storyline. <laughs> no, seriously. Dude. This again was a movie I was not expecting. Didn't see where it was going, where it came from. I loved that throughout this entire movie. I'm like, what the. Where what? Oh, who? And there are so many weird tropes. And the mask you see him wearing in this movie, right? Yeah, changes oh, yeah. throughout the movie, much like Greg's face. It wow. changes <laughs> wow. throughout the movie. Uh, if you don't believe me, I'll prove to you it changes like Greg's face. Uh oh. Look at Greg's face oh, right now. Boom. Wow. That's how it changes. It. Things shuffle and shift yet. so quickly. Uh, i I'm gonna go straight to the to the rating on this one being it sucks five being an amazing movie I'm gonna give this five point one stars
4: wait a minute wow Hawk the grabber mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that
0: yeah right Whoa. because he's so oh. he's so out of it it is oh my god such a well-crafted movie you're gonna recognize actors from different movies like mm-hmm. it and and some of the other movies in this and they piece them together beautifully there. It has kind of a silence of the lambs vibe at a few times. Are we at the right place? Are we not at the right place? What's is this taking place now in the past? Yeah, it, it is a great twist. Marty, honestly, now, did you see this movie? I did. I did. Yeah. And
1: then the big thing that got me was the, are we in the present? Are we in the past? Are the, you know, are these things actually happening, uh, current time? And you know, the thing is, is that, um, I really thought that the, uh, and can't think of the actor's name right now, the actor that, that actually got kidnapped Ooh. and, uh, right, yeah, I thought he was a goner. I'm like, okay, that's that it's, he, he's going to, he's going to do something to him, like pretty grotesque at some point and, um, not to throw the movie out but but something weird really happens in this movie at the end
0: yeah what you think you know again turns itself on its ear a few times chachi where would you put this in the pantheon of blumhouse movies and horror movies would you put this as a horror movie as a psychological thriller a ghost story or the perfect amalgam of all three Wow, that's a great question.
4: I was going to say psychological thriller, but then as you started
0: walking through that Rubik's
4: Cube again, it is all three. Mm-hmm. Absolutely all three.
0: All right, so I've no, given no my, gore, my deal.
4: right? No, no gore, I don't think.
0: N- not really. I don't believe Maybe so. One scene, right? It's more psychological twists, right? So 5.1 out of a scale of one to five. Uh, Chachi, where do you go on this?
4: If I had to sit down and, and tell folks which one to watch tonight, I would say watch Black Phone tonight
0: really okay so mm-hmm. you gave four stars to barbarian are you yep. going with a higher rating than here for uh, barbarian or for, four, uh,
4: four, and half. four and a half. yeah okay. for sure i had no idea right. that's how good ethan hawk was think about like marty Heath ledger
0: right yeah he did have that kind of yeah characterization in that uh so ethan hawk the black phone you can stream it now it's out and available marty one it sucks five it's amazing where do you put this movie for a psych thriller psych thriller all right okay it does touch on the paranormal and kind of yeah all right and i'll give it i'll give it to you because again really the paranormal or is it or is it nick roth with a mustache (laughs) yeah it's hard it's hard
4: i I will say this i don't Mm -hmm. like Movies where children are injured, abused, right? right? And so Agreed. when I first saw this, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. If you're also the same way, don't worry. It is intense. It is psychological, but you will still be okay.
0: Trigger object for people that may have had to live through any of this. It is yes. intense. Yes, it um, is. But yeah, wow. Great stuff. Great stuff. So very high ratings all the way around. Speaking of great stuff, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. New, wow! Bubbly, smiley, happy. Greg yeah. Lawson. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Good, buddy. Oh, good. It's so
4: good to have you back, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I need to start watching hey. some movies and living. Uh, Apparently living so.
4: Life. Yeah. You know? So the next one we're going to review is Titanic. Have you seen
0: Titanic? That? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Not uh, not familiar. I've got yet. a couple but more that, emails yeah. here. Let's uh, let's get to this. Oh, Lori yeah. Nelson yeah. writes in. Here's my story, Dave. My dad passed away in his nineties and he had lived with us for 13 years. We came home from his funeral and my daughter and son and I were standing in the dining room talking when we heard a small noise coming from his bedroom, which was just off the dining room. We looked over and out of his room came my daughter's hard headband. They were those old fashioned molded plastic ones. It rolled across the living room floor and laid down by my dad's chair. We didn't have cats. And our lab, he was with us in the dining room. It was amazing to see, especially with my grown kids there to witness this as well. That's a good one. All right. Here we go. Two more stories to wrap up. Here we go. And then I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite story of the night was. Hey, favorite story of the night.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. Hi, Dave. It's Yvonne. Cool. Good job. Oh,
3: Good job.
0: Boy. Here we go. Yeah. I can't, it's a big name, Yvonne. I'm just gonna I'm gonna call you Yvonne. Can I do that, Yvonne? I'm writing because I've been wanting to share my crazy story about how I started to get into the paranormal. I was raised my whole life as a born-again spirit-filled Christian, and oftentimes I was told by the church that there's only one ghost. And that's the Holy Ghost. And anything else is demons. Mm. Well, back in 1996, my ex-husband was going on shore duty, and he was transferring to NAS Fallon, Nevada. It was the same time that Top Gun moved from Miramar to Fallon as well. Anyway, we were supposed to go together, but due to Clinton's government shutdown in 1996, Our moving pay was frozen, so my ex had to transfer and report in without me, and I was homeless, living with my mom, hating life. It was Christmas time, so I only wanted to be with my husband. Well, my ex was trying to get us into base housing. Unfortunately, the only place that had availability was a house where a man had taken his own life with a deer rifle just six months prior. Base housing was even considered tearing down the house and making a memorial there of the guy that had ended his life tragically, but they decided to tear everything out of the house and put all new carpet and stuff inside instead. My ex called me and told me that that was all they had, so I said, yeah, fine, let's just take it. My mom and I prayed over olive oil because I was going to bless the house when I moved in. My ex even got a priest and had him bless the house too. Well, the moment I stepped foot into that house, I could sense spirits watching me. I knew those demonic spirits that tortured the man that killed himself were still there. A slew of crazy things occurred in that house. Things like feeling a warm wind under my covers when I got into bed to feeling a hand on my shoulder whenever I did the dishes or cooked. My kids would often come in asking what I wanted because they thought I called them, and I had these porcelain masks, and they claimed to see red eyes in the eye part of the masks from time to time. So I had to do a lot of spiritual battling, but there was this one night, my son who was two at the time got scared out of his wits. What happened was my son was like attached to my hip. And I'm not kidding. Most of the time he slept with me and my husband. So anytime I could get a break, I was thrilled. Well, this one night I got him to sleep in his bedroom and I had a baby gate. So he wouldn't wander the house at night. If he did wake up anyway, On this one night at around 3 a.m., I awoke to the sound of my son screaming his head off. So I got up and he was at the door in front of the baby gate crying with his little arms reaching up for me. His room was right next to mine, so I picked him up and brought him back to his bed and cuddled with him and sang to him and he fell back to sleep. You have to understand my son was into toy trucks and cars back then and they were nowhere near his door entrance they were on the other side of the room. Well, after I sang to him and got him back to sleep, I left and went back into my bedroom. Well, I barely stepped into my room. Maybe five to 10 seconds went between my leaving his room and barely stepping into my own bedroom. When I heard him scream so loud, so blood curdling, I ran back to his room, flipped on the hall light. My son was again at the door, standing at the baby gate. But behind him, his toy trucks were all lined up in a perfect row, from largest to smallest. I picked him up and again got so angry at the devil that I started to yell, telling the devil and his demons to get out of my house in the name of Jesus, quoting the Bible, no weapon formed against me shall have power, etc. Needless to say, my son ended up sleeping in bed with me and my husband that night, again. There's more that happened there, but that's just part of what occurred. I I ended up living there for three years. My mom would occasionally come up and visit me, and she thinks God finally won because I kept quoting scripture and playing preaching from Kenneth Copeland, etc. Also drawing near to God through music and intercessory prayer and using the legal authority I have in Jesus Christ to tell demons to get out in the name of Jesus because Jesus lives in me. Not trying to get all biblical with you, but God's power and authority is more powerful than demons. Sometimes it may take a while, but eventually demons have to legally leave. Also, from that experience, I discovered that there are human ghosts, and I think sometimes demons trap humans, preventing them from moving on, especially when they die in such a horrible manner. I just wanted to tell you what happened to me. By the way, I love you guys and your show, The Paranormal 60. God bless. And that comes again from Yvonne (laughs) Hepinopopotamus. Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. We're just going with Yvonne. My Yvonne, the sweetest one. All right. Our final story of the night. Are you guys ready oh for boy. this? Oh, boy. Here we go. I'm ready. Can't wait. All right. You guys, I like these. I like when we get some good, chilling, creepy stories like this. These, are good. these right? are good. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Hi, Dave. My name is Sherry. Sherry. I've been watching haunted hospitals and I saw your episode. It mentioned your podcast. So I looked it up. I'm familiar with your television work, but don't really listen to podcasts much. Maybe I should. Yeah. You think? Especially because we're reading your story on this one. Anyway, I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. This whole freaking town is haunted. We're in a valley surrounded by mountains. So the area is basically a basin running water pretty much everywhere. Most of the area is sitting on limestone. Then throw in the human history with the Native American settlements, Civil War, Trail of Tears, et cetera, et cetera. It's a perfect recipe for all kinds of activity. But all of the true ghost stories I can tell, I'm going to tell you about my last two hospitalizations. My autoimmune diseases have been really nasty the last few years, so I've spent more than enough time in the hospital. The last two years, I've gone to CHI Memorial Hospital. In late May 2021, they took me directly up to the fourth floor. I had a big room overlooking the front parking lot. My mother came up to visit me every day I was there, and that was about three weeks. She said I would talk in my sleep. The thing is, I was talking with a nurse. She wore an old-style white uniform with a cap and everything. She told me my room was where the nurse's station used to be before renovations. I've not asked around about renovations or old floor plans, but maybe I should. But in my mind's eye, I could see a counter close to the window and she would be there often. It's her job to protect the patients on the fourth floor. Okay, cool. I'm on lots of heavy drugs at this time and kind of drifting in and out of reality, but she isn't my first spirit, not even close. So is she real? Is she not? I think so, but of course can't prove anything. Eventually I was discharged to a rehab facility for a couple of weeks before coming home. Fast forward to June of 2022. I'm not any better. It's the third year in a row I've gone septic. Back to the hospital for me. Sarcastic. Yay, she says. The PA working the ER has no intention of admitting me, but my doctor told me to go in and get admitted. Every time I saw this man, all I said was, did you talk to my doctor yet? Three hours later, he ran out of ways to waste my time and his. He finally made the call and this is where I get very unhappy. They put me in what's basically an overflow room close to the ER. I don't recall what they called it or a room number, sorry, but this room was messed up. It was internal and had no windows. Plus, the lighting was dim, so it just didn't feel right. It felt weird. My first night in that room, the spirit of a small female was hiding behind the curtain watching me. The next day, she brought a couple of friends and Then there were three of them. I didn't get a good read on the other two because now I was drugged and they stayed behind the curtain, but all three just watched, talking amongst themselves. I tried to ignore them as best I could, but what was really messed up was the inhuman entity under my bed. Seriously, these are narrow beds, so my arm or leg was constantly going over the edge. Every time a piece of me was off the bed, I could feel cold fingers wrap around my wrist or ankle fortunately my spirit guide was watching and removed the whatever it was from me whenever it happened so I would feel the cold grasp and then it slowly released and my arm or leg being put back under the blanket I was so relieved a few days later when they finally moved me to the fourth floor a different room of course so I didn't see her as much but the nurse she was still there And now I have more of an idea what she's protecting her patients from. She doesn't allow those things on her floor. Usually when I talk about a monster under the bed, I'm making a joke about my cat. But not this time. There's so much stuff that goes on in my house and around me that not much bothers me. I practice witchcraft so all beings within my home space have my permission to be here and are benign or benevolent. One of these days, I'll find something other than orbs on the security cameras, but I really could have done without the inhuman under the bed. Ah, well, more material to draw on as I write my book. One of my goals for 2023 is to avoid being admitted to the hospital, but if I must, I'll request to go directly to the fourth floor. Sherry. P.S. I also encountered two spirits at Erlinger when my teenager spent 10 days in the children's hospital a few years ago. Both were human. Both were friendly. There you go. Pretty good. So, what do you guys think? We have got some interesting stories tonight. Oh yeah, definitely. Eric, Eric, what would you say is your favorite tale of the supernatural from this evening?
4: Oh, of the supernatural. Um yeah. Not just my favorite tale. I would no. say that um, I would like the uh, the two kitties in the finger
0: uh okay. okay so let me see that was uh that was first, nikki was lane, story. Oh, lane. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. nikki lane there is a king and a finger da, 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 da. yeah, so yeah. okay the so lead you're, you're of, uh, warrant yeah nikki lane that that story is your your top one greg where where? which story do you feel i uh, like that Jared last one. i like that the, last the last one sherry yeah well you should have been gone geez knowing how Made you feel it's a little oh, Sherry for you. Yeah, love it, Marty. Where are you at with this? I think,
1: as an old hospital administrator, I think I like the last one from yeah, there's Sherry.
0: Go. Oh. oh, there you go, Marty. Nice. Mm-hmm. So that's two for Sherry and one for Nikki's finger. I don't know. I gotta mm-hmm. tell you, I'm a little. I liked them all. I I really did. Um, but Yvonne Kikilimanakaris mm-hmm. and Sherry's. Those two really kind of yeah,
3: stuck.
0: Yvonne, with me. Yeah. 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 Yvonne kicking a us. Good stories. All, of, all the way around. There's no good losers in the bunch. It's like Never. choosing which one of you I like better. It's impossible to do. I cannot choose which one of you okay. guys I like best. So Ow. yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But uh hey. that's it for this week, kids. Um, Monday's so nice. Monday night I'll be back. We've got a great show for you lined up. Hey. <coughs> Monday, Friday next week, Neil's story for Friday the 13th. Neil's story and more creepy stories to share. Mm-hmm. The Colonel might stop in. Who knows? Chachi might say he'll not be here and then show up like tonight. Yeah, that's my do new like, thing now. Yeah, that's your you new like thing. Our, do you like our banner, Chachi? <laughs> I only knew
4: about the banner because my <laughs> wife texted to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it. you peeking up over my shoulder. Uh, Paranormal Detective, I know you are busy. You are a law enforcement official. Thank you for your service and continually putting yourself out there to uh, try to better the communities of Texas. Hmm. And uh, Texas? if you're able to join Texas. us, we'd love to see you. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. 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 Isn't that what I said? Yeah. I don't know. That, yeah. That's <laughs> a, that's a
3: lot of personalities on one show though.
1: You
0: know? Wow. <laughs> Are you talking about all the ones in your head? I agree, but we yeah. like this one best of all. Yeah. This one right oh, there. Hey, so you everybody doing? likes cheery. Greg. Cheery oh, Greg, is it? Thumbs yeah. Up. yeah. All right. Well, anybody in the chat room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm just trying cool. to, uh, you know, meet that persona. You yeah, know?
0: you're doing good. You're doing great. All right, that's uh, well, like, what you want. This. Is what the thank guy you, you to everybody that uh, supported the show with a little super love, a super chat, really cool, a super yeah. sticker. Yeah, please uh, feel free to continue to do so if you're listening to the show um, on podcast. That is not a feature available for you, but you can always, you know just send some love by going and rating and reviewing the show on whatever podcast app that you go to, because it does help us. And we got to about 277 ratings on iTunes and then just stopped. So if you could go to Mm -hmm. iTunes rate and review, give us some five stars, give us a, we love the show, especially Smiley Greg, make sure that you put that in there. Uh, we want to hear from you. That would be fantastic. We will, uh, we'll be back. Everybody have a safe weekend full of love and, uh, and safety just trying to find my screen again because i'm 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 in the wrong place uh so to say goodbye (laughs) so uh uh, paranormal detective uh colonel thank you guys for being here be safe this week and we'll see you again next week right here on the best in paranormal everything this is the paranormal 60
2: 60s on It's just for paranormal freaks like me With poltergeists and ghosts and blues and UABs You miss a word, you do a shot It starts to snowball and we laugh a lot It's just like drinking with your TV friends I'll be messed up before tonight's show ends Dreaming the aliens are taking me away I won't wake up the song i played on Saturday It's Friday night Paranormal 60s on. Schrader's on. Schrader's on. Schrader's on. Shot in the Colonel and the paranormal. Detective always traders copy and they all will be corrected. He's got protective bracelets and some crazy magic tricks. Even Scully cannot save him from the voice of Stevie Nicks. Traders on, traders on. This Friday night, don't be alone. The paranormal 60s are No one day they might even put me on a show. There's a ghost in my mom's basement, man. I live down there I know. It's Friday night, don't be alone. The paranormal sixties are on Words is on.